Woo. Yeah, you know who I am, right? Let's go. Nope. Oh. No masterpiece. Hey. Ten bad bitches in. What's going on, everybody? Episode twenty-two. We're we're getting like we're like veterans at this point. Wow, we're like a tales from the crypt. Like, welcome <laughs> <laughs> episode twenty-two. We're gonna talk about some creepy shit. Yeah. So, uh, a great episode lineup for you. We have some. Uh, obviously, we always got some great bullet topics to talk about. Um, but uh, we had an incredible. Let's not even. Let's not even pretend. This guy was hilarious. We have our interview with Lavelle from Los Angeles. He was a uh, military vet. He'd been wanting to do stand-up since he was 10. Yeah. He started doing it when he was 10. And and to get out... When he got out of the military, it actually was what helped him with PTSD. So for me, it's amazing the fact... He touched a little bit about uh, mental health and stuff like that with us. We had a little bit in the very beginning when we first talked in, fuck you, Google Voice, you failed me tonight. Yeah, they did. um, I practiced before and it didn't work. But we end up having to do the old school with the speaker. But we have the new setup, new equipment rolling, and uh, we're gonna. We got get, the mixer. We got we the, the mixer, mixer, a new microphone. I'm going to get a new microphone. We're gonna have we're gonna have multiple microphones going. Multi mikeys. We're gonna be like a fucking like a rock band. We're gonna be Mike and Mikes. <laughs> Mike and Mikes. Um, at the end of the day, we're just learning a lot of this stuff. Um, I feel like I feel like the first fifteen to twenty episodes, we're like, oh, we're new, and then by the last like five, we're like. We're professionals. We get a mixer, and then we're like, "Fuck, we don't really." Now know. there's a lot of buttons. There's a lot of buttons. <laughs> so we don't many know buttons. What they do, but honestly, Lavelle was a super fun Amazing. guest. Our first guest was Marty Caproni. Fucking hilarious. We went to his shit. Went to the show. We went to his show on Sunday. Uh, it's Marty and friends. Sometimes it's at MGM Roar, the new casino in Mass. Sometimes it's at Loft. Uh, it was at Loft that night. Listen, and damn it. Marty was... You know what I respect about Marty the most? He went out there without a set. Professional. Played off the crowd. The pro. And was probably in the top two funniest people there. And, and that's not a knock on on the other comedians because they were great also. Oh, they were excellent. But Marty is so good at it just... He played the crowd so yeah. well. Um... Rafi G. Rafi G. Rafi G was there. Uh, one joke he said, he, he had weed jokes because weed's legal in mass. And he goes, you know, back when, when we were kids, we would smoke weed. He goes, then I take a dab and now I got to fight the ghost in my attic. <laughs> and I thought that was the funniest fucking joke ever. Uh, Rafi G is going to be coming on. He's from Westfield. And holy Christ almighty, six pound. Eight ounce, sweet, sweet. And if you're listening, Rafi, now you have to because we just told the audience you're coming on. Yeah, Rafi, you're in it to win it now. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it was, you know what it was for people who want to go do something on a, I mean it's a Sunday night. It was eight o'clock and I, I mean it was seven o'clock and it was done like eight fifty. Yeah, it was a good. It didn't time. take long and and wow, I laughed. I really did. It was a good time. We hit, we went out. It was fun. There was drinks and you just there was a. At the end of the day, there's no reason. Yeah, to the bartender people. was, you know, needed money for coke. But <laughs> yeah, that was that. that was. We're not saying it. It was a rumor we're passed not around. Saying it's true, but it's a um, But at the end of the day, I mean, it's something to do. Where Western Mass was also, it's all about word of mouth. This area, man, we support each other. We love each other, and uh, so right here, we will introduce. We we went into the uh, Lavelle combo right about now is where we'll introduce it. So you hear a quick Skype. We put him in, and then we continue. 
Right about... Right about now. <laughs> Hi, so Lavelle, welcome, welcome to the podcast. You are our second guest. Uh, we are very gracious to have you on. You're out of L.A. And how did how did you get started? Uh, I got started when I was 10 years old. I uh, used to watch my little sister Brittany Man. We used to have my mom used to let her watch me go to work at graveyard shifts. And her and my father used to pass each other up pretty much at the same job. And as I waited for my, my, my stepdad to get home, I used to watch Death Comedy Jam. It just came on. So I started watching Death Comedy Jam, and I, I watched a lot of my favorite comics, like Martin Lawrence and, uh, you know, Sinbad was on there one time. And my favorite comic, which is, like, Dave Chappelle, he was on there. And that's when I actually decided that I wanted to comedy. Because Dave Chappelle, of everybody, I love Bernie Mac, I love Martin Lawrence. He's, like, a genius at hosting. Um, but... It was something about Dave that really resonated with me more than anything because he kind of was like me. You know, his stuff was black, but it wasn't too black. It was, you know, it was like in the middle. He experienced different races. He's just one of his friends was white. He's married to an Asian woman. You know, like every every little thing like that really kind of resonated with me. So I was like, you know what? I wanted to comment. And that's pretty much what I started to do. I started to do talent shows at school. Yeah, but, but Lavelle, you, you know who else started? You know who else started that young? Maybe not Dave Chappelle, but a lot of comedians did. So I respect that. Ten years old, to have the balls to go on stage like that. I think Jim Carrey did. I think he started pretty young. But uh, Dave, Dave Chappelle was the best. Dave Chappelle gave a beautiful, um, just a total white, black, any race, it doesn't matter. Dave Chappelle nailed it all. You remember his first skit on uh, Mad Real World? Oh, yeah. And, and Chad rolls in, and he's like, Hi, guys, I'm Chad. I brought some cookies. And and then Tyrese goes, They got weed in them? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, No. He's like, Get the fuck out of this house, bitch. <laughs> so, uh, Lavelle, um, now, you grew up on the West Coast? Yeah, yeah, I'm in uh, L.A. So, born and raised L.A., um... Actually, before, uh, yeah, so we're good. Um, I better now. I figured, I figured out, uh, everything. You know, Lavelle, I don't know. Okay. Are do you have a, a podcast or are you just doing uh, stand up and stuff like that now? You know, I'm just doing stand up. I mean, I, I started back a YouTube channel. I had a, like a YouTube channel back in like 07, 09 ish with a group. I had like, I was with two groups. One of us, we went like we had like a million followers on YouTube. God, and other damn. guys, we were like creeping up a little bit. My other group, we were creeping up, but I kind of left them and went back and devoted my time with my guys who we had a million followers. So that's know, that's big shit, about, Lavelle. Kind of doing. That's like, that kind of shit gives me the itis. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, yeah, it does. But I mean, I, you know, I love I love YouTube. You know, I love the style of YouTube. I love. Uh, marketing of it and you know like I said before you know I love doing sketches you know it's, it's all about you know uh, pretty much I mean like I said before like you know it, it YouTube to me it's like when everybody else said no it's like podcasts it's like when everybody's saying no to you you got these now 
platforms are saying, yes, come on, come, we want you, come yeah, over here. And guess what? If you're good enough, we're going to get paid. Yo, Lavelle, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Uh, to, to, so, have, I mean, to have I love podcasts I love podcasts you know now people like what do you, what do you got like selling the shit on like cable networks and everything now and, 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 and making money off of it and you guys can be independent and we don't have to necessarily worry about you know we can set our own schedule we can call you guys contact me you know when, when you're working for a corporation you just you do what the corporation is telling you to do based on your sponsors versus the other way so you know, that's why I continuously choose uh, YouTube and other networks that allow me to do what I got to do. But you know what that yeah, makes me think of Lavelle is uh is like Macklemore, Ryan Lewis. Uh, they got turned down uh, by like yeah. nine labels and, and they started right. their own. And, and it's it's right. shit like that. It's it's shit like what you're doing that makes me so yeah. impressed with people that you could get told no, right. but that don't fucking matter. You still gonna get a yes. Yeah. If you have to do it yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, that's, that's that's my thing. Like, my thing is, like, you know, I'm going to a college, I'm going on a college tour, and I'm going on a US, uh, USO tour pretty soon, um, and hopefully by the end of this year, we, we get everything together and we just start going, but this is all independent, this is what we're doing, you know, and this is what we're setting up. You know, I have a group of me and other comedians, you know, we're just hustling and getting it going, because, you know, LA is the place to be. I mean, I, I was born here, you know, I was raised here, and pretty much, I don't care where you at, you're going to have to come through LA. Period. Listen, you know, when we you make it big. Yeah, you know. So Western Mass, Western yeah. Mass for us is Western Mass is a very small, quiet uh, place. It's all word of mouth, and the idea that yeah. people can get out to the West Coast is very rare. And for us, we're just two best friends. We became best friends because of my wife started dating his uh, her uh, stayed, right. my wife started dating. That'd be a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so it's a, it's a weird little foursome thing we got going on. No. I'm killing Lavelle. Basically, PJ only had Spanish and black friends. He in diversity. <laughs> he picked me out of a crowd. He said, I'll have this white person. And I said, okay. I said, all right. We're fine with it. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was. It was. He was the funniest person I met. And uh, I said, let's do this. I, he, you have no fucking choice. While our, while our, our significant others are dating, I mean, our best friends, we might as well make this happen. And uh, actually, no. Oh, it all started as a goal, and it's cool to see people achieving goals and, and taking risks in life that, uh, that right. you know, you're pitched in school to be, to play the safe line and, and do things safe. And I think it's cool to just go out there and say, nah, fuck that. We're just going to do what we want to do and have fun. Hell yeah, man. Hell um, yeah. That's what it's all about. I mean, like, like for instance, I know what it feels like to have what, it, what comes with a million subscribers. I know what everything comes from the steps from you having 10 to 100 to a million. I don't know what it feels like to go beyond that. But it's like when me and my group, what happens is that, and that's good that's good that you guys have each other. You kind of like now, damn near like, kind of like family in a way. But with me and my group, we was like One Direction, B2K. Like the moment we got like a million subscribers, we all like thought we was shit. And just, you can't tell me nothing. My friend bought a Lamborghini. He's still staying home with his mom. You know, I, I paid off my student loan. You know, and I brought the girls. <laughs> yeah, Lavelle, like, Lavelle. You know, okay. No bullshit. What's going? I was living at my aunt's house. I, I do engineering. I got my first. Yeah. I got my first job. My dumbass says, don't pay up my student loans, which are like 16% oh, yeah. fucking interest. I go out and buy a Beamer, oh, yeah. like a dumb shit, dude. <laughs> I, I had one hey. car. My dad bought me a car when I was a kid, when I was uh, 18 right. years old. 
It was a Chevy Blazer right. from 1987. It cost him $1. I love He's a furniture I mover. I said, this is the sickest fucking car on earth, Dad. Now, it didn't take me more than two months to go to a party and wreck the fuck out of it. <laughs> but it still was the sickest $1 car at the time, dude. But you, yeah. you got these, you got these, these white chicks out here that get an Audi, 2019 for their 16th birthday. I'm like, uh, they looking to adopt a 30 year old, or is that just? Is that just... <laughs> That's almost like out here in Brentwood. That's almost like that out here where I live. Uh, my, see, here's the thing. The reason why I like doing comedy is because, and a lot of people do comedy. You know, I like making people laugh. I like everything that kind of comes with it. But at the end of the day, and this is like, it resonated real deep with me because, you know, like, and I ain't trying to go too deep, but it's like, it's so much depression that's going on right now. You know, so much mental health right now. And everybody, somebody needs a laugh. You know, somebody needs a laugh. Somebody needs to get a damn hug or something. <laughs> and I figure, because I was that way when I was a fat guy, when I got big, you know, like I got big, literally, I was funny. And I was on stage doing my thing, and I was making fun of myself. But I'm going to be honest, when I walked off stage, I was very depressed then. You know, I, I talked about myself, and yeah, I made everybody laugh. But when I got off stage, no. I was not that happy guy then. I never stayed. I didn't have no drinks with nobody. I got my big ass on the bus and went all the way back to Long Beach. Le- Lavelle, that's, um, that's how I feel. Yeah. I'm not, I might not be that big, but I feel that way when I look at your, your pictures on Instagram. Cause you damn, I look at myself and I fucking feel like a fat shit out of Yeah, you went from fluffy to Mick fucking gruffy, dog. <laughs> you look, you look a rip, my man. Oh, I am now, you know. But uh, then I wasn't, man. Then I, I was like, man, I, I feel like this. Dude, I'm only five seven, and if, but if it's raining outside, I'm not. You know, I'm like reach about five four, probably. <laughs> you know, but, uh, and and. And when you're that big, bro, like, I didn't gain, I don't, see, I have to stay in shape, because I don't, I found out real quickly about myself gaining weight. I don't gain weight like a normal man's supposed to, like, man's supposed to go big in their belly, maybe have a little bit of thigh boob or something, and that's it, you know, maybe here, man, I had the fattest ass, like, <laughs> my, my ass. I'm yeah, gonna, like, hold on, Lavelle, Lavelle, yeah. you know you're talking to a white kid, right? White people don't have asses. I ain't, I don't, I'm not going <laughs> to hear this shit. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. You stay in the hood in Long Beach, and you wearing a hat, and you got a fat ass. And you walking down the street, do you know how many like horns I get? I'll never forget it. I dropped my keys, and literally this, the bus rolled by. I dropped my keys, and this guy literally was like, "Hey, what's up, baby?" And I turned around, and I was like, "Excuse me," and he was like, "Oh shit!" and ran away. You know, the like, Did you not find me attractive? I'm you know, not a, I'm not a baby. I'm a man. <laughs> like, I'm like, I was like, did he, did he not find me attractive? Or was he gay? Did he find me attractive? Or, it was a lot of shit going on in my mind. And this is real tough. <laughs> to the point I told my wife about it. And she was like, all right, I want you to go out. Go have a good time. Go with your boys. And of course, you know, when you're big, you hang around nothing but people that are in shape. You know, everybody was in shape. So I went out. And no shit, it's a true story that happened. Uh, everybody was hanging out. Everybody's having a good time. It was this girl right there. Now I'm married, but we were talking to her, and she was she saw my wedding ring, and she was like, "You're married?" I was like, "Yeah, it's cool." My wife, my wife wanted me to go out. She was like, "You're married, really? Well, who's sucking on whose titties?" And literally walked away, and I was just like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" So did you guys do a mutual like, titty suck? <laughs> oh man, yeah, bro. I was like, you know.
know, somebody just said that I got a fat ass out there that day. Later that night, somebody talking about my titties. I'm immediately, dude, like I, I literally joined the gym. I went back to school to learn what to do. Because, you know, then as I was losing weight, it helped out my comedy a lot. But then I had to reinvent myself. Because comedians don't have six packs. That's comedians true. Comedians are not rich. So I, then I was stuck. Like, what the fuck do I do now? Because now I can't talk about myself because now I don't look like that. And I can't talk about big people because people are freaking fucking sensitive now. <laughs> that was like you starting know? from square so, one. Yeah. So like, so I had to reinvent myself and re-talk about things and really kind of be a detective of my life. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk about my family. I'm going to talk about me being a father. I'm going to, you know, talk about how, you know, my kid gets, you know, she makes more money than I do. <laughs> and, you know, I have another kid who's, who's pretty much like a genius. She scored some tests to put her in the gifted program and she brought her, her homework to me and I didn't understand none of that shit and she kind of looked at me like disgusted and she's like don't worry I wait for mom to get home and I was like you know just fucking sitting there like what the fuck you did you know and and I was pissed well about I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this to you uh yeah. you look you look good now brother you look really good Man, and you know I'm you. proud of you Thank that's you. killer and you are you, we just talked to you for the first time tonight you are a funny son of a bitch, dude. Hey, Lavelle, you know um, you doing local shows? You coming to the East Coast at all? You know what? That's my plan, man. I, I want to go back to New York. That That is the first time I ever actually walked on a professional stage was in Gotham. So, you know, and that's and that in Austin. Those are the two places I went because the military took me there, and then I went to Austin. So I, I definitely want to come to New York. I, I, I think New York is definitely a place that I want to. I definitely want to come. Um, let everybody know um, we're, we're gonna uh, we're gonna be finishing up with this. If you listen to the beginning of the episode, the the audio was a little off the, the interview. But um, I'm no fucking Steve Jobs, so we're figuring it out. But uh, let everybody know what's the best way to reach you. Where can they find you? Um, what they expect when they see you on stage? All right. Well, if you want to find me, it's everything Lavelle Larue. Everything Lavelle Larue. I spell that out, Lavelle, Lavelle just so the listeners know. Yeah, my YouTube channel, um, whole nine yards. My YouTube channel, pretty much, I'm talking about everything about being a father. Pretty much. Well, I'm uh, where my wife came up with the idea for me to go against uh, Will Will Smith if he stays right down the street from us. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, so I come up with a show. That's a flex. Yeah, so I come, oh yeah, she came up with a show called Keeping Up with Will Smith. That's where I pretty much doing everything that he does, but you know, it's kind of like the cheap way. So if he skydives, I try to jump off the uh, jump off my house. Yo, so he, he, he skydives. You got a napkin on with two strings attached. Right, like I got you this. Know, yeah. So everything he tries to do, I try to outdo him. But of course, I don't have the money like he has. Yeah. You know, so I, I, you know, I do everything the cheap way. And plus, his son is named Trey. I have a son named Trey. You know, he has pretty much almost the same amount of kids as I have. So um, it was a good idea. Like you know, my wife is you know she's our agent. So she was like, all right, I'm going to pitch the show to you guys. You guys do it. And, you know, and see what happens. So that's what we're doing. How, how do you spell Lavelle LaRue? Just so everybody can find you easy. Okay. L-A-V as in Victor. E-L-L-E-L-A-R-U-E. My man. Lavelle, I appreciate it, dude. I wish you the best. Hopefully when you make it big, you remember us and come on and do another episode. Oh, man. I will, I promise. And I guarantee you this much. By the time we do another one, we'll have this whole audio thing figured out. I'll be doing my studying. Oh, fuck yeah. 
Uh, I'm starting my stand-up next next month, Lavelle. So I'll let you know how it goes. And and thank you more than anything for coming on. That means a lot to us. And, and I hope you keep killing it, my dude. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. And all the best to you guys. And I wish you guys best of luck. But you guys are together, so I know you guys want to do it. I think, yeah. Thanks, Lavelle, man. I appreciate it. And uh, I'm sorry about some of the uh, audio. Not that you, you knew it on this side, but... Uh, um, I'll send oh, you the good, link. Man. I'll send you the link once it comes up, and uh, we'll we'll get talking. Too easy. All right, guys. You guys take care. Thanks, good buddy. Over there. Yeah. All right, bye, Lavelle. Listen, Lavelle, we appreciate it. That was a great interview. Um, and I, there's a little bit of audio you're gonna tell. And we're gonna we fix a lot of it. We we fix as much as we could. But um, like I said, Google Voice really let us down. But uh, fuck them. Fuck them all. Well, we're just gonna amplify. We imp- that's all we did. We yeah. it all. We we tried yeah. what we could do, and um, he, he he was a fun guest though. Oh damn it! Blade. He had some good shit to his, say. The, his Dave Chappelle stuff. You guys became best friends. I got jealous. Uh yeah, yeah. Honestly, I love Dave Chappelle. He does. You hate Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I don't hate Dave Chappelle. <laughs> no that, person in the world made that win it. <laughs> uh, so we'll go into the rest of the podcast now because we'll insert Lavelle right there. And uh, we're going to go to Firefest. Uh, if, if you haven't. If you haven't heard, it's a it was a festival that's supposed to occur with mostly rich, white, fucking... People who can afford it that are entitled, just... Entitled fucks. They were so- I, I don't feel bad. It was a festival that Jaw Rule was sponsoring and, like, Gigi Hadid and, like... Kendall. Kendall. Uh, they all promoted this. And the dude running it was basically uh, Leo DiCaprio from Catch Me If You Can. Um, and he's in jail, right? He's going to jail. He should be. Um, he this, just kept promising, like, yeah, we're gonna get it, and then like lots of people didn't get paid. The craziest part about that it was it was supposed to be like for people who don't know what Fire Festival. Nobody, first off, nobody knows what the fuck Fire Festival was supposed to be. Second of all, you and me couldn't afford to go and get ripped <laughs> off that well. Third, it was supposed to be like a, a, a what's the one in the woods area. Uh, Strange Creek. No, uh, fucking uh, Burning Man. The one that everybody loves. No, not Bur- Bonnaroo. Like the fucking big one. Bonnaroo, Burning Man. Not the Burning Man shit, but like a music festival. Uh, both of them are music festivals. Oh shit! I don't know about music festivals. Chanel, sh- 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 fuck. The biggest one in the world. Uh, fuck. Well, all right. First of all, Burning Man is really big. I know, but they're a lot. They're and like Bonnaroo is really big. Uh, sh- it's a ch word. Oh, uh, that's terrible. We're going to hit that. We're going to get that at some point. Mm, I'm just going to, yeah, Google it right now. I'll, I'll stall. Maybe I'll throw another, maybe I'll throw a goddamn in there real quick. Why he's looking up, um, oh, I'm looking up this shit right You now. look it up, because uh, I'm just going to throw it. I can't believe BJ Taylor didn't think of this. <laughs> and then I'm just going to play a, uh, oh, God damn. <laughs> in, case, in case you listened to the last episode, choke Coachella. Coachella, there we go. Yes. <laughs> You know what? I all we always go to look. You know we're not twenty one. Yeah, well, you know we're not. I don't 18. feel like I'm twenty one. I don't feel like I'm fucking twenty nine. So at the end of the day, uh, Coachella, it was supposed to be Coachella, and it was supposed to be this crazy thing. All these things promised. Instead, though, it was supposed to be on a fucking on a private island. Yes, but in the they, Bahamas, they had it on Pablo Escobar's old pi- private island, <laughs> and they said the one rule is don't mention Pablo Escobar. And this dumbass sends out all the flyers and says, Pablo Escobar's old island. So now they immediately get kicked off of this old island. So they were, instead of having all this food and all this stuff, the guests keep showing up. 
Yes. With and they're sleeping in like the a guests, but they miss the rest. <laughs> they re- end up sleeping on these FEMA tents, sleeping in these FEMA tents, getting sandwiches. These are millionaires. Do I feel bad for rich white kids getting shafted? Not nah. really. No, nah, nah. and, <laughs> and from a German, Irish, Polish, and Dutch background, there's only two types of people in the source I hate. Those who are in, inconsiderate of other people's <laughs> cultures and the Dutch. But fuck you rich fucks. You spend 10 grand down there. Pay my car payment. At the end of the day, so this, this festival was supposed to be this huge new thing. The hottest. And now lawsuits everywhere. $120 million class. Netflix action. comes out with this special of... Of, about this festival and it has uh, one of the promoters Andy King yeah. he was just a radio at this point he's like a, a guy who's involved with other wealthier guys well uh, what happens to Andy King is he turns around and he says uh, um, he gets a phone call and they're holding the water and the food so he says he gets a phone call like we need you to go down there and talk to them and handle business what did they actually say to him though Whatever they said, he took it as, I have to go down there and suck someone's dick. Right. So Andy Andy went to the office saying, I thought I would have to actually suck this person's dick. He said, I went and back I to went my hotel, there. did some mouthwash. Literally, I'm going to mouthwash it up a little bit. I, I felt good. And I prepared myself to go suck this guy's dick. He prepared to go janger that wanger. He was janging some wangs. And also, honestly, if I ever do anything I need to do, I want him on board. I'm like, Andy, look, Subway is telling me it's $9.99 for a foot long. The promotion was $8.99. And he's like, I'll get down there. I'm going to suck that wang for $1 off. Listen, you can't, at the end of the day, you need somebody like that on that team. You need somebody on your team that's willing to suck someone's dick. If you're trying to make it in this world, you need a bunch of people. In. Fuck Hitman. This is not uh, This is not the 70s, the 60s, the 50s. This is 2019. You need somebody that's going to willing to go don't do... Don't suck the teeth at me. Suck the dick at me. Yeah, we need you to go do fellatio and go... What, you go, know what, though? And he was going to do it. Oh, he was prepared. And honestly, he got screwed over just as much as everyone else. Although one good story that came about all of that, there was a Caribbean woman who they hired to cater. Yeah. She had a ton of people working for her. She had to go $50,000 out of her own pocket to pay her workers, and she didn't get paid. And because of that Netflix special, they started a GoFundMe for her. Good, that's good over job. 200 grand. And that's amazing. And fuck the dude who's in jail. He yeah. should be in jail for no, 10 I'm years. Uh, uh, oh, I And of course, Ja Rule has a lawsuit. Of what course, kind of Joe. Joe is my baby. Oh, he has some bangers. No, yeah, he did. But, but <laughs> fuck him. Why are you going to get involved? Dude, you're literally a platinum artist. You're going to get involved with some fucking crank-ass bank like that? Um, so, um, key to this story is don't fall for some bull-ass um, festivals. Also, um, get somebody on your team who's willing to do some fellatio on someone. Yeah. If I start a company, let's say I start Amazon 2. Maybe Jeff Bezos goes down after the divorce. I got that dude on my back. He's like, yeah, well, you know what? UPS is being a son of a bitch. I'm like, you're going to have to go to UPS. <laughs> Suck some 
yippity dap. Maybe Jeff Bezos should have to suck some dick or just send a package that would suck its dick for him. Well, that's true. You could probably order that on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, Autoheadgiver.com. You can order anything on Amazon. Fuck that shit. We got for uh, one of my favorites. What do you got for Google searches? All right, Google searches. It's a new thing. It's This is specific to the podcast. And we've said it once, but I'll say it always. All right, ready? My Google Hold searches. On. You, you go to Google. You don't type anything and you cook your last three searches. That's what you get. Yep. What do you got? So I didn't know how to spell. I wasn't sure if tear and tear were spelled the same way. So <laughs> I wrote. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> spelling is not my strong suit. So no. instead, I, it is. It's they are the same. Some same way. Yeah. Ooh. So uh, it was. It was tear and shoulder. What if someone had a tear in their eye? So like a cut. So. So that was one of them. Um, music festival was another one because I was just looking that up. Firefest. And my other one, this is a lengthy one. I'm going to read this one for you guys. Ooh, very excited yep. about this. It one. is how to deal with a co-host who has memory loss, could possibly on a spectrum, and doesn't know how to uh, deal with, uh, what does this say? Hold on a second. Let me read it exactly. How to deal with, <laughs> deal with a uh, co-host and best friend. Who has memory loss and is definitely on the spectrum. Quote, end quote. Who's that? Oh. Uh. I, well, do we have a third host? <laughs> I've, uh, I may have Googled certain uh, ways to help your memory a little bit. <laughs> well, PJ, one thing I got to say about that is... dun 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 you're savage. But after actually being around you and your brother the last few weeks and really um, after we started recording at your house, I can see the repeated stories aren't just you. I think it's really my whole family. I don't know if I have memory loss so much as repeated memory something. Because your brother's, every time he sees me, he it triggers the, the Oakley story. Yes. It yes. does. It's PTSD I, from it. You think you've heard it a lot. <laughs> Live here. <laughs> Live in the condo we bought. Mine are uh, first one is just fuck Raymore and Flanagan because every piece of furniture we bought for them. Uh, you're not a sponsor. You're not a sponsor, Raymore and Flan. You're more Raymore and less Flan because Flan's great. Fuck you. The second was how many woodchucks actually work for woodchuck apple cider? None. That's bullshit. <laughs> That's yeah. bullshit, in my opinion. I thought it was, does Taylor Swift have a penis? And I only say that because she's the only girl I've ever met that could get that angry at an ex. It sounds like some male toxic masculinity. I've been going to the gym five days a week, take the testosterone. Bullshit. Taylor Swift might have a penis. Um, I mean, the guys she's dated are all feminist looking. Hmm. Um, the, My response says. So I, I before we go on to the, what we're going on to next, I gotta just clarify something real quick. Last week there was a question asked about who we were gonna fuck in history, and I and I said Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and I get it. People Can I are, explain why that's weird? Listen, did you real quick? That's once you answered one question. Did you or did you not tell me you were answering a guy before the whole episode started? Yes, a dead guy. Only because I had to take Calc 1, 2, and 3. 
And which he probably also helped in the other fields of engineer I took. You picked Dwayne The Rock Johnson because you want to have butt sex with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'll tell you why I picked him. And it was funny. It was all it was all for comedy. I I even had my wife question the fact whether I was gay. And I'm like, and, and I, I'm not. And uh, my mom's gay, my aunt's gay. I have that secure style of masculinity. But um, it was a joke. Ha, ha, ha. He, he, he. Um, I should have just said, hey, you know, my third grade teacher now would have been funnier, you know. Yeah. Who was yeah. a woman? By no. the way. Well... Clear that up. Was she? <laughs> um, so yeah. Anywho, uh, I want to be the Andy Dick of the situation. Andy King of the situation. Oh, who's Andy King? The guy who was sucking dick at Firefest. Oh, true, true, true. <laughs> well, you wouldn't, but we respect you, Andy King. And if we team do player. need you, team player. Honestly, an incredible team player. Uh, look, if, if they said that to me, I'd probably be like, you know what? I probably would have been the person that are not doing it. It gets our YouTube, and we get shut down. Shut it down. We would have saved everyone tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. But we also would have just saved rich, spoiled white kids tens of thousands of dollars. So you're almost kind of glad it happened. Yes, yeah, easily. Um, so you told me this story earlier. Daniel Radcliffe, a.k.a. Harry Potter, a.k.a. Harry Crime Stopper. Daniel Radcliffe saves... A, a, a mug, a potential mug victim. And he he stepped in and the person did not get mugged and and Harry Potter is a hero. So, um, I never really watched a lot of Harry Potter and I've really only watched like one. But, I, I know him because I've seen him in different movies and stuff like that. What a fucking... I mean, he deserves... What do they do in England? Like, is it, like a knighting? Become a knight? Yeah, I think you become a knight or they like don't hit you with a nightstick. <laughs> yeah, one bobby, or the other. A bobby doesn't hit you. They give you one of those stick. hats. Yeah, you look like the pointy hat. Yeah. I like they have a hat with a knife on top, but they can't have guns. Yeah. Uh, maybe sucks. he came out with the spell Expecto Go Homeness. <laughs> yeah. Or Expecto Get Away ho- The Homeless. Do you, are you disappointed if the person who saves you is Harry Potter... And doesn't use magic, though? He said, you're only getting platform nine and three quarters of this wallet today. He's like, <laughs> or what if you're, if you, if you get um, saved by a famous person, do you almost expect them to go above and beyond financially for you? Expecto them to? Expecto them to? Like, give you a hundo? You could get hundo? saved by one homeless uh, person. Uh <laughs> Bum loyalty. Bum loyalty. Uh, you can get saved by one famous person. Who do you get saved by? And it could be fictional. It could be a movie character. Who is it? Um, ooh, if I can get saved by one. Anyone, Beach. By anyone. Anyone. I'm grabbing a nip. Um, let me go. Um, let me go Thanos. Well, yeah. But what if he clicks his fingers? And no, he's got control over that shit. He's got control. Thanos comes over. I don't think and, Thanos is and just kid. literally just clicks. He it's a he, he kills half the population and it's just me and him survive with like you know other half. He's and like then you guys are there. He's like, hey, what do you want to do, PJ? Yeah, hey, you want to grow some carrots or something? <laughs> yeah, like, what do you want Thanos do when the whole universe is gone? I don't know. He's like, so are you into words with friends? Yes, I mean I would. I wouldn't have to worry about half the shit I do on Facebook as it is. So no. that'd be cool. Hey, I start a podcast. Mostly with them. annoying. <laughs> yeah. 
Thanos like really one listener I'm like yeah it's me you, you literally killed everyone Thanos what don't matter he, he's Thanos I mean or if he says if you don't listen I'm gonna click my fingers and fucking kill the rest of you so yeah but you know he'd be way too lovely yeah sure but you got, who's he gonna play beer pong against I mean I, I have imagine to... every time you shoot <laughs> he kills me <laughs> he just uses a time stone and like flicks the ball out of the way that's true that's unfair I wouldn't want to do that he's like well we're 919 right, but you know what if you say, we only picked save save someone so I'm gonna go with Thanos um I respect it so I'll go with Thanos you who am I going uh this one's tough this one's tough do I pick John Wick or the Punisher who is shamed from Walking Dead and getting terrible reviews on season two? Well, I watched season two and I didn't give a terrible reviews. Heard nobody cleaned themselves off after battle. Three episodes in, they got the same blood scenes all over them face. John Wick or the Punisher? And Punisher. Really? Yeah. Dude, I watched it. It was good. Ah. Fine. I took. I picked Jason Bateman from Ozark. He's saving me because he'll just be like, "Here's a million dollars. Don't kill Taylor." I mean, I would if it wasn't the whole rock thing. I was gonna pick him, but I, I didn't want. To I do think that. we've gone too far. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to do that. We're in too deep. I know. I'm way too deep with that. You one. do first. You do first blood. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, would you rather time? Haven't done one in a while, but we have one for you. Uh, and it's we'll go. It's gonna include women and men because, uh, this is gonna be a selection. Of what type of man you would want? In this situation for women and for men, what type of man would you want to be? And because it's 2019, what kind of woman would you want to be? This is open to everyone. <laughs> sure. This is open to interpretation. Sure, sure. This fine. is... This is um, let's go. Would uh, you rather... Yeah. Beard and no chest hair, no back here. And by here, I mean <laughs> here. And by here, I mean that Veronica Van... Me and her got it out. <laughs> or would you rather never be able to grow a beard, but you would have back hair and chest hair? So, for me, I have D, all of the above. But one of the things that bother me bothers me the most is my back hair and chest hair. Oh, you know what? We fucked that up. I read that wrong. It would be beard with back hair and chest hair. No, no, you wrote that right. We we changed it at the end. Oh yeah, we did. Shit. Yeah. Okay. So if you have a beard, you can't. You don't have any chest hair back here. If you have chest hair back here, you don't have a beard. It seems like a win win for me. Um, I would get rid of. How about beard with back hair and chest hair? We just switched it up. That's all hair though. But or beard with. Oh fuck. No, I like this one. Okay, I'm on board. Yeah, let's let's keep it beard and no chest hair and back hair because that's that's what I'm gonna cut off. I'd rather go with no beard. That there was many days of me no beer, and I'd rather have, um, no, I'd rather get rid of the chest hair and back hair. I don't want that. So, give me the beard, get rid of the chest hair and back hair. Like, I want to look like a, like a, like, like, clean. I am honestly going the same way as you. No, I have chest hair. I don't have back hair. I never got that. A couple of my uncles do. Big ass. Oh, I got so much back here. In weird spots, like patches. Patches all hula him. <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a wrench. I have like, we'll break it down to like eight sections. I got hair in four of them. Your beard is great though. Yeah. I your beard really is great. Mm. But you're also someone who can cut your beard off and still look like a handsome bastard. True. Me, I don't care if it's 
cut my legs off for a beard. I'm going beard. Every time. I have to. Yeah. I have the chin of a seven-month-old baby before it's born. Do you have a little little butt chin right there? Ma'am, your child hasn't developed a chin yet. (laughs) And they told that mom to my mom two weeks ago. Like, ma'am, your child hasn't developed a chin yet. I'm like, well, I'm not a child, 31, but um, I need this. Don't take this from me. I just couldn't. I could I could definitely live. There's people out there that never have any body hair at all. And that's call it albinos. <laughs> I have an uncle. That's actually alopecia, but. Uncle has no arm hair, none of that. Really? Yeah. On your mom's side. Dad's side. No How arm, the fuck does it no arm hair back hair have no arm hair? It's crazy. But that being said, I, I, I if I was John him, or? but he can't really grow a beard either. No. I, so I, which one, for him, I feel like he would rather be able to grow a beard. I think, honestly, it should be if you have a beard, you have to have chest and back hair. Then and I if would. you don't have a beard, you can't have any. If we went that route, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. Because um, I feel like the first one might be more women related. Yeah. I feel like women would like that first one. The second one, men, I'd rather go back hair, chest hair, and beard easily. Even though I could shave the My face. My hitter. I could shave the face and have nothing to worry about. But I've grown so, like, I, I've attached myself to this beard. Your beard is better than mine in real life. Don't, and listen, people tell me I'm I have Until I, I do it for you. Beard. Well, shit. But I would literally go... I'd grow a wolf coat to keep my beard. And I'd just have to maintain it. Like, You'd go to the wall. Oh, right You'd to be the black. The, 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 right to the wall. Go right to the wall. Oh, yeah. I'll place black. They're like, look, you're either going to be on the throne with a clean-shaven beard or you're going to go to the north to the wall. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? What do they call him? Uh, Night's Watch. Yeah, that's what I'd be doing. Yeah. But I'd be in the Night's Watch looking fly as fuck with this beard. True. True. Um, if you look at Jon Snow, he doesn't have a beard, but he has uh, nice flowy locks. I don't have flowy locks. I got burly locks. This is, a, this is a podcast, not a vlog, okay, Taylor? Yeah, true. Sorry, huh? Jeez, he's got a fucking nice haircut. <laughs> well, I will tomorrow. Yeah, he will. Um, Thanks, speaking of future and good things. Yes, I'm, I'm debuting my stand-up. Um, I am so fucking... Scared. And he doesn't get scared about anything. No, I, I really fucking don't. Like, I could, I could literally, a cop could be like, hey, did you just launder a million dollars? Like, no, I did not, officer. Not yet. <laughs> but I, someday, I just watch Ozarks. <laughs> I just watch Ozarks, so I got some tips. Uh, I'm terrified. I'm terrified. I don't want to fail at this, but I'm debuting, and Marty is getting me a spot, and I'm I'm pumped. Yeah. Because I needed someone to push me. And thank you, Marty. Can I get a little credit? Well, thank you, PJ, for pushing me, too. But Marty's like, yeah, we're signing you up. And you fucking better be here. At the end of the day, um, I think you're hilarious, dude. I I think you're going to do great. I can't let him down. I can't let you down. You're going to kill it, dude. I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you finally doing it. Um, I'm proud of everything we're doing, man. Uh, we're moving in, in in directions we didn't think we could at this soon of uh, especially not by the end of January. It's it's pretty amazing. We're on paper. one year, baby. One year. We're we're a little bit over one year, but the fact that we've done we've done um, just from two kids from this area and 
Uh, not Dwayne, are you listening? Hey, he did retweet me, by the way. Yes, he year. did actually once. Yeah. He won't again if he hears <laughs> Maybe he will. <laughs> He's like, yo, PJ, be my pebble. Well, first off, what kind of fan are you guys that want to pick hit, pick pick that person first or any I'm person? Go Momoa over The Rock. Uh, yeah, Momoa. Yeah, huh? he died in, in in season one of Game of Thrones. Yes, what kind he of did. Aquaman is that? Yeah, Aquamance. But uh, listen, I, we couldn't do it without the listeners. We couldn't do it without our guests, and I appreciate all the guests, especially for I mean Taylor's going on doing stand up. We have such as a all, we know these people are going to be coming and watching and listening and sharing our shit. And we, we couldn't be more grateful for everybody. I'll say this. Ultimate shout out to Marty for being our first guest and being awesome. Marty came here in person and did it. We finally got a feel for guests after doing one with Marty. Yep. Lavelle came on today. Was Lavelle awesome. was really fucking Really funny. great. Um, our third guest, I think... Oh no! Our third guest might be um, what might Feinstein, be Rachel, Rachel Feinstein. Feinstein. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually email her tomorrow. Um, we'll have the the complete setup so we don't have to run to some of the situations we had today with yeah, Lavelle. which is just technical difficulties. Because really. guess what? We we work regular fucking jobs. We, yeah, we don't know that we don't do this shit for a living. Uh, but we did buy a mixer, a couple XLRs. Like we're we're doing better. We're working yeah. towards a better thing. Um, but then we have maybe Rafi will come on. Rafi, uh, Rafi, Matt Lama, and I think Steve Vecarelli. Yep. Uh, I talked to Steve and and my friend Brandon, who has a podcast and a comedy show out in Boston, and he just started a comedy show out in Worcester. So it's exciting. Which will be huge to me. We're moving. This That's is what fucking, we're trying to say. This is big shit. We're in the first month. We've already done some great shit. We're going through our second month of of the new year, and I think the skies. It's growing. It's you no know, the sky was the limit for a little bit, and it keeps it keeps growing our ceiling, and I think that's pretty cool. Listen, if anyone out there does listen, which they do, actually, yeah. more than I thought, ever, uh, ever. <laughs> do it. If you're out there thinking you're working a job you don't like, if you're doing something you're not happy with, just go out and try. Uh, I'm 31 years old, and I just started breaking out of my mold. To, to do bigger things I actually want to do. I have an engineering degree in mechanical engineering and and I'm not happy with it. So so fucking go follow whatever you want to do and and, and that would be amazing. Listen, At least for, for yourself. And for me, uh, um, have, having a wife and kids early and having a great life, I love my job, I love my career, but you get to a point in your life and you say, uh, I have a passion, I think this is something else. Or I have a I have a, a dream, or I want to try something else, and the fear of failing and not, and having a family at home actually takes control of that. So That's you the fear of failing. Yeah, and then you know everybody has their own reasons, their fears, and failing is usually one of them. And yours was would be um, mine would be stand up, but mine would be you know taking this risk and investing money that can go into family and stuff like that. So it takes time to to go out there. And do it, but then one day we just said, "Fuck it." We we had each other. We ended up coming each other, and you know, getting each other into each other's life. Get some dap for that one. Love dap. It's pretty cool, man. Um, also, we go, go do we it. don't own a garage, so actually, we're probably gonna go nowhere. That's because every good business start out of a garage. I have to buy a fucking garage, dude. Just a garage. One garage. One garage to rule them all. <laughs> hey guys, appreciate it. Uh, Thank you for listening. Talk to you in February. Subscribe. Get those uh, uh, Valentine's Day gifts. <laughs>